Recording. All right, clap on three. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Three. Perfecto, mi amigo. Mi amigo. Ready? Let's do it, Luke. Kick it off, bud. And old annoyances begun in 2019. Happy New Year's, everyone. This is your pal Luke, the hip club DJ, with another very special episode of One to Review. I'm here along with my buddy Brandon. Say hello, Brandon. Hey, my name's Brandon. Alex is away in Mexico, guys, and he'll be back next week. But for this episode of One to Review, just in case you don't know, One to Review is a little show where we rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. We give it a point if we didn't like it, we give it two points if we did. We rate and review until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. Zip the intro. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Luke. What's up, bud? I just got over the flu, man. Oh, so, got the flu for Christmas, huh? I got the flu for Christmas. I did. And, you know, Santa came down my stovepipe and I was asleep there. He ate my cookies. He drank up my milk and then coughed right into my mouth and ho, left. Ho, ho. <coughs> he did give me some really nice um, socks and underwear, though. That's worth it. Good exchange. Pre-owned. What you got in your mouth there, bud? <laughs> a little tootsie roll. Oh, yeah. Real loud. Real audible. <laughs> a little tootsie roll to soothe the, the throat. Don't worry. It's almost gone. Okay. Great. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to 2019 in general. There's a lot of things that we have coming. I know we had a sneak preview last week, but here we are. We're getting into it. So this is a brand new year, and we thought, what a better way to start the year than to teach you some new and upcoming slang 2019 slang to know that's right luke's been on the streets undercover for a couple weeks now and he's reported back with a lot of slang that we're excited to share with you so we'll get to that when we get to the scorekeeping but Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. first luke i think we need to talk about some movies well brandon you and i both saw this one not my wife Bob Saget's been real active. He's back on the scene, Fuller House. Netflix is picking him back up. And he's got this movie out, Not My Wife. Uh, straight to streaming, sort of. Uh, this I think this had a European release. I'm not sure what the American release looked like, but we got our hands on a digital copy of Not, K-N-O-T, My Wife. Uh, Now, the synopsis here, Bob Saget returns to acting in this film about a newlywed man who must wed his wife out to another man while on holiday due to a witch curse. Now, Brandon, do you have any first impressions on Not My Wife? Yeah, I'm going to start off by saying, wow. Obviously, you know, super intrigued when I read that plot synopsis. Uh, Not only is Bob Saget returning to acting, but this movie also involves a witch curse. Yeah, sign me up. Um, that was the thing, though. As you said, it was difficult to find. We ended up finding a digital copy. As far as I could tell, this was actually only released uh, to airplane uh, like streaming. So you could only see this in some transatlantic flights. That's what it was. Crazy. That's what it was. But uh, hey, give it to Bob Saget. He uh, gives a pretty good performance here. Not something I was expecting. No doubt about it. Bob Saget holds his weight throughout this movie. And you know what? 
you want um in a feature film you want a raunchier bob saget and this is sort of like the cruising altitude uh airline raunchy you know he's not dropping any f-bombs but um a lot, a lot of winks and nods to the f-bombs a lot of sobs you know there's a there's a great scene where the witch is holding him by his manhood, you know, forcing him to basically give away his hot wife, you know, played by his wife, Cindy Lauper, who uh, and Cindy Lauper looks great, man. I, I don't know what they're doing with plastic surgery these days, but they did something. They fixed man. They fixed her up and she's looking hot. You know, true colors are shining through. Um, Dan Aykroyd plays the witch, which was cool. You hardly see Dan Aykroyd. This role reminded me of his um, role in that movie, Nothing But Trouble. Do you know that movie where he plays like the judge? Right, right. It reminded me of that sort of Dan Aykroyd, where it's a little bit darker, a lot of makeup, and yeah, he looked kind of disgusting. Uh, you know, if I saw it and didn't know it was Dan Aykroyd, I'd probably say I don't know who that is. And he actually had a couple great musical breaks. He had that sort of Russian style hip hop song, um, sort of like a babushka rap. Yes, he was great as far as singing. Uh, now, Cindy Lauper, on the other hand, she didn't actually sing at all. I guess she's not singing anymore, just acting. That was strange. That was strange because the, in the in the movie there was actually a scene where right when right when they arrived to the 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 beautiful beach you know wherever wherever the fuck they are um where where was this movie anyway uh i think some just tropical island you're right it doesn't ever really say i just assume kind of like hawaii or somewhere you know yeah a lot of things are real ambiguous here no real details so anyway yeah they had this really strange scene where they sort of launch into a song and she sort of starts to sing, but then the witch does a little hand gesture and it shuts her up. Which I thought I was kind know. of funny because, you know, everyone wanted her to sing as Cindy Lauper. But instead we get Dan Aykroyd, the witch. So, Yeah. Um, Bob Saget, his body has really gone to shit. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, his body has really gone to shit. And um, Trish Nearwood, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, Trish Nearwood. Um, are you just were you just rating those people on their bodies? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Trish Nearwood. You want a rating on her body? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Let's not look at her body. Let's look at her. She acting. gets a six. She gets a six. Sure. She is. Let's look at her body and her body of acting. Um, what can we say? Um. Should we do the spoiler alert? Is it worth spoiling the end of this movie? Are people going to... I think we should just for the simple fact that not a lot of people are going to see this movie and the ending of the movie was kind of crazy. Brandon, we've got maybe 100 people listening to this podcast. On a good week. And how many of them are on transcontinental flights on a good week? Uh, One or two, maybe. No, actually, a very high percentage of our listeners are jet setters. Yeah, they're bicoastal. And very successful. Bicoastal, bicuspid, very successful people with wads of crypto, wads of gold. So Bipedal. Um, bipedal. <laughs> Without a doubt, bipedal. Um, shout out to our um, monopedals. And our polypedals. 
and our polypedals. God bless you. You're the hey man. You're you're running around faster for the for the lazy ones out there. You're doing twice as much work out there with your hands. So that being said, uh, I don't think we really want to spoil this. Did you want to spoil this? Did you have? You know what? Let's spoil it. Go ahead. Spoil time. So it turns out Dan Aykroyd wasn't a witch. He was just a homeless man that was trying to wed his brother to uh, to Cindy Lauper, which is crazy. I mean, you just assume he's a witch because it's presented like a fairy tale and what's often in fairy tales but a witch. But then at the end, you realize this isn't a fairy tale. This is real life, and this is just a homeless man. And that was really shocking to me. Yeah, they had a really f- clever flashback plot device where they showed all the instances where the quote-unquote witch was actually just putting little droppers of some kind of drug in their, you know, Mai Tai the whole time. Which happens often on vacations. So it's all, almost like a PSA, you know? Yeah, they could have actually put a little tag on there, you know, beware to international travelers, this kind of stuff. But um, they just played a funky island jam and ran the credits. Well, anyways, let's I rate thought, this baby. I thought that was worth talking about. Thanks for indulging me. Yeah, let's rate it. Um, not my wife with Bob Saget. If you're on a plane and you're forced to watch it, two points. Yeah, if the, you're on a plane, just as Luke said, I'm going to say check this movie out because it's the only time you're going to get to see it unless you do some uh, illegal things and download it illegally and don't do that. Two points. Well, Brandon, that's four points, and that's four 2019 slang that we're going to share with And uh, you can validate users. for the authentic authenticality of these slang words, correct? Um, Authenticity. Of these the authentic, the yeah, the authenticity of these slang words. I at least have heard them once. Okay, you know, I think that whether counts. or not it was in the club, whether or not it was at the the cool coffee place, um, I heard them, and I heard them multiple times enough to get the usage. First one I want to share with you is a little text T T W U T T W U. Which is actually something that me and Brandon have been using for a while, and Alex, means time to wake up. Which is super friendly, and you know, it's real casual, so it's not an angry like, hey, get up. Or it's just, you know, TTWU, it's real real cash, I like that. And then Zyme, for all you crypto people out there, Zyme is like a small amount of crypto. It's like 0.05 Bitcoin. Throw me a Zyme, I'll, you know, write that Christmas card to grandma for you. That's good. I like that. That's a shorthand way of a current expressing currency exchange. Which is important. It's important, baby. Crypto's the future. What do you got for us, Brandon? I'm going to tell you some slang. I haven't been on the streets as much, um, but this is some slang that's been going around my office. Uh, brella. Apparently, this is short for umbrella. Um, Someone said, hey, can I borrow your umbrella? And I thought that was cool, so I wrote it down in my little journal of things that uh, interest me. Yeah, that's a good one. Might be a throwback, but what's your second one? Uh, Another one that's been going around my office lately is called Winkled Down. Uh, This is something that 
janitor guy told me he did this weekend because you know i like to strike up conversation with everybody in the building so i'm being nice i'm asking this guy what he did this weekend that was his holiday and he said he winkled down all holiday and i i had to ask him what that was and he explained it's where you do xanax and you drink sleepy time tea whoa yeah apparently you just sleep the whole time which i guess is kind of nice some people want that maybe like dreaming is better than your real life you know like the winkle boss twins or rip van winkle or something right rip van winkle my bud well god bless your janitor man yeah you know office slang is probably different than street slang but i could hear that probably being on the street i would be concerned if your boss was telling you that he winkled down over the weekend not my boss not my boss maybe it's okay the janitor did all right let's roll a little ad spot and back with more movies here comes Ladies and gentlemen, 2019. Have you ever asked yourself what has one two review done for you lately? Well, we have an answer for you. For you. For you. For you. For you. We're gonna pay your bills. That's right. 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 Hey, ladies and gentlemen, any bill, any size, any denomination, anything you got. Wrap it up, toss it in an envelope. You may send one bill, one bill, bill to the one to review headquarters, and we'll put it in our tumbler. We'll pick out 20 next week, and we'll pay your bill if you get picked. Now, we're not responsible for any delinquent bills or any bills that do not end up getting paid, but we will send your bill back in a envelope as long as you provide us with a self-addressed stamp. stamp. So excited to announce this contest. This is a great opportunity to let us give back to you. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope this contest goes over well because we have a lot more planned for 2019. Bills! Luke, 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 2019, and what do we have to show for it? Yeah, big plans on the horizon. Big plans. 2018 can kick rocks as far as I'm concerned. I'm done with that year. Yeah, kick rocks down the street and go visit some other town. And put your finger in lasagna meat because I ain't talking to you ever again, 2018. That's right. I'm actually really looking forward to 2020. I don't know. 2019 could go either way for me, but 2020 just has a thing to it that I like. Yeah, but you got to be ready. So 2019 is really the prep year. This is where you buy your toys. This is where you get your water stocked up. This is where you get your, um, I don't know, get fresh tires. Maybe it's a kind of a bullshit year. You know, you work really hard. You do a bunch of bullshit. So 2020 right. can be dope. This is this is the ant year. This is the work hard. is the cricket year, yeah. right? 2020 yeah. is grasshopper year of the grasshopper. 2019, year of the ant. You build it up. Speaking of ants, do you have a movie for us? Oh, boy, do I. Luke, this was a fun movie that, you know, actually, I don't think Alex saw this one, but you and me definitely saw it, so I'm excited to take this opportunity to discuss it. This was Jacked Dudes 3. Uh, incredible bootleg tape that, I again, I don't think a lot of people have seen this, but this was like a workout video that was actually so extreme, it was banned in uh, 12 states. So, you know, this definitely came out in 1984, so... Time was different then. What was considered extreme then was not so extreme now. But uh, 
Luke, what did you think about uh, Jack Dudes 3? And have you seen any of the previous Jack Dudes that kind of escalated the extreme behavior to really reach this uh, pinnacle of extremeness? This, okay. To answer that question, yes, I did see parts of Jack Dudes 1 and 2. I actually completed the Jack Dudes 1 workout without too many. Wow. Too many problems. Yeah. I had, I may or may not have been on some performance enhancing drugs. But by 1984, when Jack Dudes 3 rolls around, um, you know, this is WWF. This is extreme sports. This is wave runners. This is, you know, razor blade sunglasses, tiger stripes. This is like the height of America bodybuilding. I mean, this is when, uh, when, when Arnold was at his height, you know? So all these fitness tapes were coming out. And this one really took it to another level. And, and you know what? And it, it, this, it does deliver all the 80s kitsch that our one to review users would expect. But man, it's, um, it's kind of hard to watch, to be honest. And this was a lot of extremeness that I wasn't quite expecting. Some might say, yeah, whatever. How extreme can this be? And it's not like necessarily... It's not violent. Uh, it's not violent. It's not Some really it, sexual. It's not sexual. Some of it, I would say, is controversial. You know, when they're ripping the Bibles apart, that was pretty insane. Yeah. But I will well, say... They were, but the, the craziest thing about that was they were doing it for, for extreme Jesus. Oh, yeah. They were showing that Satan has no power. Um, and obviously, in the background, I think this was a big problem with the video, was clear uh, steroid use. It's some sort of injection use there are multiple scenes where it appears that there are actual like injection site wounds on some of these gentlemen and some of their proportions are just way out of whack like do you remember the deuce twins and how one guy's left arm is really fucking ripped and one guy's right arm is really ripped and like they like the deuce twins they have 20 inch arms one it's each. insane and then they yeah i don't even know how to describe that no shower roger he's extreme in his own sense that he doesn't bathe at all and he just smells terrible a lot of that isn't conveyed through film but the reactions to some of the people when he goes to spar with them is just insane yeah and you know what i gotta say i've seen some fighting moves in this movie that i have never seen on planet earth before um and when we say fighting, I want to say that's a real loose term because everything <laughs> in this universe is contextualized in a fight scenario. So, right, exactly. Even, even the stretching routine was you're you're fighting your leg, you're fighting your body, fighting the sadness inside. <laughs> You made that one up. I made that one but up. But it really did seem like they were fighting the sadness inside with lots of cocaine and lots of steroids. And you know what? It's lots of fun. Uh, 1984 was a simpler time, and it was a family-oriented time. You know, despite of people's, like, obsession with bodybuilders and extreme sports, it was still a family time. So this video didn't really fly then. But I don't know. It, these days, I think... Uh, I think it might get, get a chuckle. I think this is definitely viewable for, I mean, people watch worse things on YouTube nowadays. The one thing I would say that kind of shocked me was like the blooper reel during the credits at the end where you see some of these guys just completely change their tone from like, you know, workout to like totally insane yelling and screaming. And then you see that one guy like 
take off his pants and start shaking his, his penis around and so, some real like animalistic behavior that they considered bloopers. I, I don't know. Really, those shocked me. The music lightened it up. It was just some fun 80s synth music. Some like little fun dance music. Creep me out. <laughs> Luke, was- uh, should we review Jacked Dudes 3? We reviewed it. Should we rate it? Yeah. Okay. Um, man, this is a great week for movies because Jack Dudes 3 gets two points. If you can get your hands on a copy of Jack Dudes 3, watch this thing because it's really a a trip down some kind of nostalgia that I, I don't even want. I don't even want to see twice, but two points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say two points for this movie is well-deserved just for the novelty of it and the fact that, you know, this at one point was considered so heinous it was banned in 12 states. What 12 states those were, I'm not sure, but it proudly proclaims that on the box. So f- with a movie that does that, I have to give it two points. Nice. That's four points, baby. Four points. We got some slang, Luke. Hit me with some more slang for 2019. I want to see these, you know, used more often. Excuse me, guys. Um, raping the Ain. Now it's not what it sounds like. This is just wearing sunglasses, guys. I heard some young guy, some young boys, some teenage boys. Um, they kept saying this at this uh, at the sunglass store on Venice Beach and um, I was like, what are these creeps talking about and apparently raping the end just means we're you know having a pair of Ray-Bans on oh I get it yeah. it's kind of clever when you when you get it I mean it's you know it's kind of it's kind of like um, Jack Dude Street it's like kind of for the shock value you know yeah it uh Hoof Malone. Tell me about uh, Hoof Malone. How do you uh, use Huff that Malone? in a sentence? Um, let's see. Well, uh, the party was almost over, so I sat in the car in Hoof Malone. And what Hoof Malone means is to to drink a Bud Light in a Bugatti or like just like a really cool sports car. To And probably you could drink like a Miller Light, too. Oh. That's but cool. you know how you know how Post Malone like loves Bud Light, so it's like a it's good like, thing. It's like to drink a beer in a car, but it's like, I, yeah, it's a good thing. All right. And then I got one more bonus one for you. Oh, bonus slang. Yeah, since I since I realized we're not going to get through um, the whole list, I'm going to throw you guys a bonus one, and this is um, Linda faced. And this is when your friend does too many Hoof Malones, gets too messed up, and starts judging you. Starts telling you about your life. That's uh, when uh, that's when that's when somebody gets Linda faced. I can't say she Hoof Maloned it, but Susan the other day at the Christmas party, she was giving me a real Linda face, and I was like not having it. Susan was probably Linda facing the janitor too. Oh boy. Well, let me tell you about some more office But he was language. probably a little too winkled down to notice. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of Susan, she used this one the other day, and I felt like an old person when I asked her to explain it, what it meant, but I'm kind of glad that I did ask her because she kept saying flance. F-L-A-N-C-E, I believe. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard this. Yeah, and I was like, 
who, what is Lance? And then she finally said, oh, that's Lance. And Lance is like the male guy. So that made sense, actually. So I'm glad she explained that. Yeah, pretty much anyone under 25 named Lance is, it's okay to call them Lance. And where that was made popular, I don't know, maybe like a Disney show or something. Yeah, I think, I think a Disney show or like Colorado. That's cool. Um, another office slang, again, I'm not sure if this is one on the streets because this is just strictly like inner office stuff, but a couple days ago, someone just came up to me and like said they were totally dripped out all weekend. And <laughs> I didn't know what this meant. Hey, you've heard this one, dripped out? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently dripped out is when you run out of stuff to boof and... This is something that I didn't know. I immediately had to look it up. I didn't ask, actually ask them. But yeah, I hear a lot of dancers. I hear a lot of dancers saying they're dripped out. So you know, it's a party culture. It's, it's bound to happen. So that is a street term. I'm glad there's some uh, some middle ground in that Venn diagram of streets and office. I think dripped uh, dripped out is is pretty huge. That's common slang. Hashtag dripped out, huh? Yeah. Whew. Luke. I have to wait for little Yachty to drop a song about being dripped out and boofing. Hey, let's hear uh, something from our advertisement sponsor this week. Oh, that beautiful bean footage. Here it comes. This episode of One to Review is brought to you by White People Noise Machine. Hey, Jim. <coughs> This incredible device allows you to listen to the scanter, scuffles, scrant and banter of white people, all while avoiding outside noises and other conversations. The white people noise machine. Order now. Okay. Welcome back, Luke. Hi, Brandon. Sorry you're not you feeling good. Let's try to get out of here soon. Oh, I'm powering through it, man. Movie number three, baby. You know what <laughs> Let's I like? Let's do this. Yeah. <coughs> ah. Yeah, just give it the old horse cough. Sorry about that. Luke, um, you know what I like to watch when I have a cold? Yeah, I do. You do? Kids movies. Yeah. Me I know too. how you feel about that. Do you? Me too. You can dip in and dip out of them. You can, you know, in and out of sleep, in and out of consciousness. You don't feel bad because they're just kids. They don't really know how to act anyway. So, um, what. yeah, I heard you had the flu. So I suggested we watch the latest um, season of Law and Order. Law and Order Junior. Uh, this involves Blue's Clues. And for the apparently final season of Law and Order, they actually brought in Blue from Blue's Clues to be a guest star and aid in some of the crime stopping. You know, what do you think of this? Um, well, it's no surprise Blue is a good detective. We've known that all along. But we never really knew Blue could handle the true grit and the true raw reality that the street and crime you know shows us yeah but, let's get the, uh, let's get one thing clear it's not really a kids uh show by any means i mean it's 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 written for kids 
But the crimes are not done by kids. Let's just say that. The crimes real, are real. Real crimes, yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun, actually. It is a lot you know, of fun. Blue, Blue makes it uh, a lot more lighthearted. Um, you know, the 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 trajectory analysis with the you know mapping out the skull particles he's in a smart the pup. very first in the very first episode the way blue hopped around and made the little triangle patterns you know it helped out the detectives and made a lot of made a lot of sense when they were in a jam no this was true blue makes blue makes crime detection fun i think and that goes Which a is long way. That law and order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, since we get to watch the whole season in its entirety, since this was on DVD, I really enjoyed the arc of Blue discovering who he was as a dog without his master. You know, when he becomes his own master and says, I'm not counting numbers for you anymore, dude. I'm going to go help society and solve some crimes. And for me, that was kind of like a wake up call that, hey, I need I need to be doing something better with my life. You really thought that? You, so, I mean, what kind of changes have you made? Well, I haven't made anything any of these... small or anything big, or let's just say I'm starting from the inside, and I have okay. a lot of darkness inside of me. So it's hard to start in there. But yeah, well, you know, um, I think Blue had a lot of darkness too, especially when when he found out that his partner was actually a dirty cop and actually sort of covered up one of these mob murders you know um the the mayor's poor cousin got murdered dumped in the in the bay and when blue found out that's when he had to break out on his own and became a lot less of a lighthearted and had a lot less you know spring in his step was more of like um nose to the ground hound type dog instead of like a floppy hoppy one I will say I do not encourage or condone his uh, cigarette smoking. Well, I thought it was a nice kind of touch to say this isn't a kid show anymore. But by the end of the uh, season there, he was like smoking a pack a day. Yeah, the animations were sort of fun at first, the colorful smoke. But then uh, it, it was re you're right. It was really uncomfortable to watch because it did fill up quite a bit of the scene. And, um, you know, it's so sad to see a dog cough. That's not something you ever want to see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see a person coughing after they're smoking. You're like, well, that's what, because that's what they're doing. But a dog is an innocent creature, you know. But, hey, those are the breaks. And you know what? That, that, the, those packs of smokes got that dog through a lot of hard times. So, Those are the breaks. And he's the blue. So, Luke, let's just go ahead and sum this movie up. What did you think of it in a numerical value sort of way? Well, Law & Order Jr. was definitely a strange departure, but also stayed true to the original Law & Order series. And it also stayed true to Blue's Clues. Um, I would recommend this for families. Two points. Yeah, for me, I'm going to say, again, two points. Uh, yeah, this week is coming on strong, but these are all things you should see. This alone for its... Uh you know, unique take on both universes was quite a cool crossover. So two points. That's four points, Brandon. Four points. And we need to hit these lamos 
with four new slangos. Let's what do, do you got it, for bud. Me? I got this one. This one was used recently when I attempted to play some music. Someone said my phone was older than an iPod. And uh, yeah, it's an old phone, mm. but it's not that old. And, you know, <laughs> I- iPods are pretty old, so. Yeah. I guess the slang is older than iPods. So. Yeah. Um, my manager is 44. And I heard some of the girls saying that about him, too. He's older than an iPod. Oh, crap. That's crazy. And he was like, that's fresh. That's cool. He's what old. are you girls talking about? That's really cool. Um, another inner office slang. This one uh, was like the subject line of an email that I had to like immediately Google. And I'm kind of surprised that this was going around. But it's one of those slang terms that I don't think a lot of the older people are into. But it was, uh, hey, what are you doing? Let's flat, flat six this weekend. That's flat slicks. Flat slicks. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I Googled this, and this is like a group sex kind of Netflix and chill situation where you like gather in a group and each individually watch Netflix on a portable streaming device while engaging in group sex. And that was just crazy for me. So I immediately deleted that. Well, I don't think you have, I mean, once the sex starts, I don't think everyone really needs to be on Netflix. But I thought part of like uh, Netflix and chill was like, kind of watching netflix too like you get to enjoy some good media content with some of netflix's original programming no and no I'll, yeah, yeah and yeah. also have sex straight up no i agree but i'm saying well, i think you got it I yeah think you got it. i'm just saying season two of ozark was great did you oh but you didn't no you didn't flat slicks you're not that guy i'm not that guy but all right, well, I'm just going to give you guys um, the rest of them. Uh, hot step, it's when you step on some fresh uh, man milk. Let's just call it that. Ooh, you hear that one at the club often? Actually, Brandon, you told me about that one. I told you about it, but I was wondering if you had heard it often at the club. Yeah, I thought I thought it meant found money. I thought yeah. it meant the girl found money, but apparently not. No, I'm glad I could clarify that one for you. Um, party zone, similar the f- to the friend zone, but it's just where the other person wants to party with you. You know that friend. Even party zone. Like, yeah, they only come around when they have a six pack or something like that. Uh, oh, not a, I really not like a bad this. friend if you have other friends, you know. But if you just no. your only only friend party zoned you, or you have a crush on them and they party zone you, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Um, I think that does then, it, Luke. Uh, oh no, no, I got one last one for you guys. An extra bonus. Let's hear the well, final. Well, I don't know. I, I got a couple more for you guys. All right, play it I, I definitely, I definitely want you guys to hear guilt meal because this one's huge. Guilt meal. Now it's guilt meal. Can you use that, that one is, in a sentence? Yeah. Uh, damn, I was only an hour late, and my girl Prina fed me a whole freezer full of banquet family guilt meals. Uh, guilt milled is when you get, um, it's like you get guilt tripped, but it's like the next, oh, but it's like the next level guilt trip. 
it's like super guilt tripped and you probably didn't deserve it. at least not that amount of guilt guilt i've had seconds on guilt meal a few times yeah i've, I've eaten grandma's guilt meal every every time grandma calls <laughs> at least you have a grandma <laughs> yeah i guess so um and then this one this one's a very practical one tbmc this is uh tooth biting my chin tbmc it's a text slang and that's when you're laughing so hard but you're trying not to tooth biting my chin tbmc you guys can use those in 2019 into 2020 into the grasshopper year and you're welcome yeah use these in preparation to make 2020 great and you know what Feel free to edit too, because a lot of these aren't gonna make the cut, or some of these just aren't gonna be cool anymore. I have a feeling um, hot stepped isn't something you're gonna wanna hear a lot of. Let's hope you don't. I have a feeling that you shouldn't be winkled down that much in 2019. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. Sometimes you need to winkle down if you're <laughs> stressed out all, all summer. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> But anyway, Luke, there you go. Let's wrap it up. There you go. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up. What do we do when we wrap it up? We, we think well. Well, we do a lot of things actually. We are going to say we have a hotline, and next week we're going to be start answering some of the hotlines. We've built up quite a cache of messages, and we're going to be going through those starting next week. We just wanted to wait for Alex, and uh, there was a lot of movies, so we had to watch them. But uh, hotline, that number, if you want to leave us a movie or anything to review or rate, you can uh, drop us a message with that at 1-347-699-0068. Again, if you want to write that down, that's 1-347-699-0068. Thanks, Brandon. Shout out to our Patreon donators. Rab, thank you for the ongoing commitment. I think it's been over a year, man. Uh, thank you so much to Ransman for that dollar, for that mumbled shout out. And guys, head on over to patreon.com slash one two review if you want to get your name shouted out on the podcast. Brandon, next week in movies, what are we doing? Next week, we are watching Flipper's Delight. Inside the Truth, Dollars for Daddies, and another From the Dough series. See you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again. Thanks a double again. Bye. Just want to end this one on a positive note and say thank you for listening. Hey, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. This is Luke saying thank you, not Brandon. <laughs>